It's been a little less than three months since CES, a show typically dominated by Samsung and its TVs. Well, Samsung is back for more TV news. I'm Roger Chang, and this is your Daily Charge. With me to talk about Samsung's latest CNET's TV expert, David Katzmeyer. Welcome, David. Hey, Roger. Good to be here. So Samsung held its event today to unveil some more TV news. What? were some of the big headlines. So as you mentioned, they, they pretty much told us all the important stuff or a lot of the important stuff already. Uh, you know, their new, their new Neo QLED TVs, some micro LED TVs, but they saved a little bit for now because um, these TVs are just hitting stores. That's kind of the idea. Usually they have a big event where they talk about pricing and availability. These things, you can actually buy them now. So that's happening. These TVs are on pre-order for the most part. So the biggest thing that came out was a TikTok app. Actually, the uh, phone-centric app is making its way to Samsung televisions. Um, it's actually already available in the UK, but this is the, the US is a little bit late to TikTok, as you may imagine. Um, so we're uh, getting that app uh, soon. Samsung says no real time frame there. Uh, so that'll allow you to watch those videos on your Samsung TV. Um, and then, of course, that really plays well into their their weird Cero TV, Roger. I don't know if you've seen it. It's, it's this thing that rotates. Yeah. I wanted to ask you about the Cero and how that plays into this because it was, I think it was introduced. Not this year, last year, right? And it rotates similar to how a, a phone would rotate from portrait to, to landscape mode and, and back. How How's that going to work? And there's there's also an update to this TV as well, right? So what what's the latest? So the, so the Cero recap, it's been out for about a year in the U.S. Uh, it's a 43-inch TV, uh, $1,700, really expensive for a 43-inch TV. But what you get for your you know significant cash outlay is the ability for the screen to flip back and forth between uh, landscape, which is your typical television, you know, horizontal view of a 16 by 9 screen, to flip up into portrait mode. Um, the idea there is that you can mirror your screen on your phone, uh, blow it up really big, and it looks just like a phone, you know, a big 43-inch phone. Um, and now with TikTok, uh, you know, it allows you to play those vertical, you know, uh, portrait mode videos um, without any black bars or without any bars on either side. So, you know, it's it's really kind of perfect for that. Or, you know, a lot of people record their, their phone uh, videos in portrait mode too. And, and those, you know, look fine uh, images too uh, on that TV screen. So it is kind of marketed as the TV for like the mobile, you know, uh, millennial generation. And just to be clear, the TikTok app, it's not, it's just consuming the TikTok feed, right? There isn't like, a, a camera built into the TV that lets you shoot TikTok videos right then and there? Uh, no. So this is, yeah, this is just to browse uh, TikTok videos. In fact, it is really designed as a browsing experience. You don't even need a TikTok account uh, to use the app. You can just like fire it up and start, you know, watching, uh, you know, TikTok videos to your heart's content. Would that mean, like, how would they serve up? Because TikTok's, one of the keys, keys to TikTok success has been the algorithm that you know, pushes relevant videos to you in a, in a nonstop stream. Is that, is it, if you're not logged in, are you just getting random popular TikTok themes or videos? You're, you're getting stuff that's the most popular, trending, uh, but then you can also, you know, say, you know, stuff you're interested in, uh, you know, when you first get uh, the TikTok app installed, they'll ask you a few things you're interested in. You can go to those different categories, you know, for example, sports and entertainment, pop culture, whatever, and you can have, uh, you know, those show up as well. So, again, it's, it's designed to be as as uninteractive as possible. You just kind of have these, these videos served up to you, and um, you know, we'll see what it looks like when when they, when they launch it later this year. All right. Well, another announcement is this new size option for a, a micro LED TV. 
Let me guess, they're they're still crazy expensive, right? Uh, well, they haven't officially announced pricing. I asked them uh, on a call, you know, you guys, what's the price on these things? They still are being cagey about that. But just to let you know, these TVs, micro LED is a brand new TV technology that's that's Samsung is pushing. It's really, really, really expensive. It's supposed to have spectacular picture quality, if not as good, uh, better than OLED. Um, but, you know, it's also available these gigantic sizes. So right now, the first one to hit the market is going to be the 110 inch. And right now, that's selling in Korea for about a hundred. $56,000. So that'll just set the stage there for what kind of television, what kind of buyer this is aimed at. Now, the news today is that they're also going to be uh, stepping down the size down to 76 inch. There's a 99 and 88 inch size. So these are really, really, really large TVs, really, really expensive. But, um, you know, uh, Samsung can do it. Well, 76 inches, I mean, clearly they're going with the mass market there. So, 76,000, if you just sort of do the math on what, yeah. roughly 76, so, 80,000 dollars. right. Uh, yeah. It'll be interesting if they can get it under six figures. That'll, that'll, be, uh, <laughs> that'll be good enough for a lot of people. Well, maybe on Black Friday, they'll get it to 99,000 dollars. That's right. It'll be a deal. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, you, I, I want to talk a little bit about Samsung TVs in general uh, because, you know, we've had many conversations about some of the the TVs you recommend, and oftentimes you recommend Vizio or TCL. They're they're great deals. You get a lot of bang for your buck. Uh, Samsung's obviously one of the biggest TV companies, TV makers out there. In what situations? And and they're very popular. Lots of my friends have them. Uh, as sort of a com, from a consumer advice perspective, like what situations or which types of Samsung TVs should people be buying? So that's a really good question. I mean, uh, Samsung differentiates itself from the, a lot of the run-of-the-mill TVs with stuff like the Sero, with something like the Frame, which is a television that is designed to look like wall art, and it's really cool if you're, like, you're really into home decor and you want something on your wall that doesn't look like a television. They have another one specifically for the outdoors called the Terrace. So you know they sell these higher-end, they call them lifestyle televisions. So that's a, a, a market that they pretty much cornered. You know, you can't get these types of TVs from other manufacturers. In the mainstream, though, um, you know, they really have been kind of eclipsed in the bang for your buck by the Vizios and the TCLs out there. In my reviews, I put them side by side. And yeah, the, the Samsung has really good picture quality, really great features, but it, you know, it's hard to justify that extra, you know, few hundred dollars in price. And then at the high end of the market, you have LG's OLED, which is, you know, the best looking television, period. Uh, that technology, Samsung doesn't, you know, make an OLED TV. So they're getting, you know, at the very high highest end of the market, they're getting those, uh, they're losing to LG in our side-by-side -side comparisons uh, and Sony with their OLED TVs. So, you know, there's, again, Samsung makes a ton of different kinds of televisions, really appeal to a lot of different price points. But when I put them in my reviews, the end of the day is that they, they aren't quite as recommendable, especially for the money, as some of the other brands out there. And you mentioned Samsung doesn't make an OLED TV yet, whereas LG and Sony do. Is that going to change anytime soon, or is Samsung pushing the QLED, the quantum LED technology that they've been pushing for the last several years? Yeah, so you, you might remember Roger Samsung's QLED TVs. They've talked about how they're you know they're immune to burn in, and and these OLED TVs will you know crap out in the first you know year or whatever it is. That's obviously not true, but there is some marketing there um, that Samsung spent to to kind of undermine OLED and have you know QLED be the thing that you know they're pushing, which is understandable because that's what they make. Um, but now we've heard out of Korea the last couple of years there's been rumblings of Samsung Display, which is a separate part 
part of Samsung, uh, a large company. They have the display portion, they have the electronics portion, they have a bunch of other things going on. But those guys have been uh, talking about manufacturing something called QD uh, Display, which is essentially Samsung's version of OLED, or at least its latest version of OLED. So uh, the idea is there, they're going to be using uh, organic light-emitting diode display technology to manufacture televisions. The latest rumor that we've seen, those things could be coming out as soon as next year uh, to the U.S. market. Again, they'll be really expensive, probably more expensive than an equivalent LG OLED, but having Samsung in the marketplace uh, producing those TVs is really enticing, you know, uh, and it, it might drive down costs on those higher-end OLED TVs. So that's the hope, at least. Um, and, you know, again, Samsung spends a lot of money on manufacturing and, and research and development of new types of TV displays. So I wouldn't be surprised if they, you know, came out with this OLED, uh, you know, again, they probably won't call it that. They'll probably call it QD display, but it'll be based on OLED. And, and I expect to see that, you know, relatively soon. Companies like Samsung tend to unload a huge flood of announcements uh, and advancements, innovations at CES. You know, we're seeing some of that come out now as these TVs are coming out. But like, just on average, how many of these announcements actually like pan out through the year? When you hear a bunch of, you know, big promises at the beginning of the year, and, you know, at some point, a lot of us forget about it. I know you keep track of this stuff. So like, how, how often do these companies actually kind of you know, meet their hype, meet the announcement, and actually follow through? Well, a lot of the announcements are pretty straightforward. You know, for example, they have this new gaming mode that's designed to, you know, show off, uh, you know, the, the new gaming features of Xbox and PlayStation 5. Those are great. Um, you know, and I think that'll be something that's really welcome. Um, and, you know, announcements like different screen sizes, that kind of thing, those are easy. But they do make a lot of, you know, picture quality claims in particular. For example, their Neo QLEDs using mini LED are coming out really soon, Suppose Supposedly, you know, they're going to you know, involve uh, much better picture quality. But again, I don't think they're going to be as good as OLED. So that's kind of the, the rub. That's what I do is I, I, I take these TVs after these announcements, you know, and, and try to test them against the hype and see how well they stand up. And, you know, again, there's there's the, the, it's difficult to make a, a, a Q, QLED TV, which is based on LCD technology, uh, look as good as OLED. I mean, they're going to be bright. Um, they're going to be brighter than before. They're going to probably be a really nice television. Television and uh, but they're, I don't think they're going to be quite as good as OLED. I mean, we'll see. All right. I guess lastly, any other announcements that are noteworthy that we should uh, we should know about? Um, well, Samsung did talk about the frame. They're 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 coming out um, with uh, a new shelf. Uh, you might see some videos where it's it's basically just like a shelf that goes with the frame on the wall to make it look nice. I think they're calling it my shelf of all things. Um, and then they're also uh, adding to the to the storage size of the frame. There is a new gaming feature that's pretty cool. They're supporting uh, as well, which adds HDR to the variable refresh rate, which is great for you know uh, hardcore gamers. Uh, but you know it's it, this is relatively minor. Again, this announcement is mainly about, hey, our TVs are out there in the market. Remember CES, um, you know, uh, let's go out and you can you can buy them now. So that, that's what this is about. That's great. Well, David, thank you for your time. You can check out all of our Samsung event coverage on CNET.com. If you have any questions, hit us up on Twitter at The Daily Charge or sign up for direct text messages from me by heading to CNET.co slash Daily Charge. And if you liked what you heard, please subscribe and rate the podcast. It really helps us out. For The Daily Charge, I'm Roger Chang. Thanks for listening.